Hey sis, so I was a part of a virtual summit that was hosted by Shayla Hilton, who is also the host of the Called and Confident podcast, okay? You may know her from being a guest on our podcast. Um, If you didn't hear our conversation here, check out episode 91, Say Yes to Your Purpose and Make History After Heartbreak. And I was also a guest on her podcast. So she had me on for the virtual summit. I was one of several powerful dynamic women, and it was so good. And the other ladies were just amazing, but I really wanted to share my session with you. I thought that it was so good that you should hear it. So join me today as I talk about how to make your pain purposeful. Come on back, sis. Hey, sis. Welcome to Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Healing. Are you hurt and confused after a recent breakup? Are you having thoughts like, I can't believe I'm here again. Why wasn't I enough for him? Or I'm never going to get married. Do you find yourself Googling how to get past the breakup or how to heal my broken heart? Do you start your morning feeling like you can finally breathe again only to fall apart when you see a picture of your ex on social media? Hey sis, I'm Candace. I too was a single Christian woman who was heartbroken but still desired marriage. I too had numerous failed relationships and wished the right man would come along. I wanted closure from past relationships, healing for my heart, and I wanted to feel joy in my life again. But the truth is, I had no idea where to start or how to make any of this happen until I found the secret, partnering with God to heal from heartbreak. In this podcast, you will find tips for moving on after breakups, growing your relationship with God, and preparing for future relationships so that you will heal your heart and be ready to move forward into the life you desire. So turn off those heartbreak songs and turn me up in those earbuds. It's time to heal, sis. Welcome back, sis. Thank you so much for joining me on today. I'm so happy that you are here and I am so excited about today's topic and episode. So if you haven't subscribed yet, first of all, go ahead, hit the subscribe button wherever you are listening. And also, sis, if you have not left your five-star written review, please hit pause and go leave your written review. It really helps the show and it helps other women just like you to find the show. So please do that for me. And don't forget, the podversary is coming up next week, in fact. So if you have not sent your voice memo yet, go ahead, send me a voice memo so that you can talk about how this podcast has blessed you and your voice can be heard right here on the podcast. If you send me a voice memo, I will share it right here on next week's episode. So be sure to send it to contact at CandiceABettys.com. I will put that in the show notes for you. Again, contact at CandiceABettys.com. Send your voice memo of how this podcast has helped you and this will be your way to help me celebrate our one year podversary. I'm so, so excited about that. So like I said, we are almost one year in. Next week makes one year. I don't know where the time has gone. So we will also, in honor of the podversary, be doing a contest where you will have a chance to win either a free digital copy of my book or 30 minutes of heartbreak coaching. How exciting, how exciting. So stay tuned for details on how to enter for your chance to win one of those things. 
So being that the podcast has been in existence for almost a year, I'm still trying to find my way with the podcast seasons along with my seasons of life. So next year, I think I will be doing some things a little differently. I think we're going to have several months of doing just one episode a week, okay, because that's just some things I'm noticing with podcasts and with my life and how it works. So I work in the school system and while teachers and students are winding down right now in May, I am still quite busy as a school psychologist. So what I'm noticing is that April and May will probably be the times of one episode a week just because life is super busy at that time. And in fact, I'm only doing one episode this week. So bear with me, all right? Also, I think I will only be doing one episode a week during the summer for the most part. Uh, This includes June and July this year. So I'm going to start that this year. So bear with me again as I find my way in this. But the most important thing to me is to give you guys good quality content over quantity of episodes. Okay, so I don't want to be so worried about I got to get an episode. I got to get an episode. I want to make sure that you guys are getting quality content. All right. Top tier top tier content got it and i know many of you are going to be traveling over the summer and it's hard to keep up when there's a lot of episodes in the week so that's why i think the summer june and july should also be times of one episode a week all right so we're gonna be trying things out until we find out what works there's nothing wrong with that so remember that in life in general okay so like i said we are talking about making your pain purposeful on today I know you'd rather not be going through this difficult season, sis. Like heartbreak is something no one really wants to endure, but here we are, right? You find yourself in this season. I found myself in that season before. So I don't want you, but I don't want you to let this season be wasted. Don't let it be for nothing, girl. Let this pain serve you in some way, okay? So without further ado, I know this episode is going to bless you. Let's get it. All right. Good morning, everyone. I hope you all are doing well on this wonderful Saturday morning. Thank you, Shayla, for creating this event for us that we can come together and really just learn, grow, and thrive. I'm excited. So let's get into it, ladies. So today we're talking about pain is purposeful. So as Shayla was talking about, look, if we're living on this side, we know that you know, we've all experienced some pain, but what do you do with the pain? Like you don't have to just accept it as it is and live in it. We're going to make it purposeful. So Shayla has already introduced me. I will not take waste time on that. Uh, but I want to walk you through a process of how to make your pain purposeful on today. So the process is step one to acknowledge the pain, then invite God into the pain, work through the pain, grow through the pain, then leave the pain and then walk into purpose. Okay. So we're going to go and just really break it down. Now, before we get into like all of that, I want you to ask yourself, like, what do you really believe about yourself, God, and the situation that you may be dealing with walking in, walking through as far as any type of pain that you're experiencing. So let's ask a few questions. And if you're taking notes, I want you to write these questions on a piece of paper because I want you to go back after this is over so that you can really work through some things and find out where you are in your process and what your beliefs really are. And I want you to be honest with yourself and honest with God. So the first question is, do I want to be healed? And you're like, Candace, why would you ask that? Like, of course I want to be healed. But I asked because we're going to look at some uh, scriptures today. So let's look at John chapter five. 
And we're going to start at verse six. We're kind of going to go through this this passage of scripture. And if you're familiar with the man at the pool of Bethesda, he had been there for a very long time, like 38 years. And Jesus met him there where he was. So let's take a look at verse six. And it says, when Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? Jesus may be asking you in your situation right now, do you want to be healed? And he wants an answer. He wants to know where you really are. Are you serious about your healing journey and your healing process? Or do you, would you rather just sit in the pain? So you have to make a choice. Do you want to be healed and start there? The next question I want you to ask and write this on your paper. Do I believe I can be healed? So here comes your beliefs about God. Like, does God really have the ability to heal me? That's a real question that a lot of people wonder. Like, you know, I say I believe, but I mean, is it really possible? I've been dealing with this thing for a long time, but can I be healed? So why would I ask this question? In verse seven, it says, sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when when." When the water is stirred, excuse me, while I am trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. So when Jesus asked him, instead of saying the yes or no, because we were like, of course, yes, yes, I want to be healed. This man gave excuses. So do you have excuses as to why you cannot be healed? Do you think something is blocking you or standing in your way of whatever it is that you're dealing with to stop you from accessing the healing that is available to you? Let's move on to question number three. Write this one down too. Am I willing to do the work to be healed? So a lot of us say we want to be healed and we're like, you know, yes, God, I want it. But then healing takes work. A lot of people were like, yes, God's just going to heal me miraculously. And yes, God is well able to do whatever it is he chooses to do. But most of the time, it's going to take some work on our part. It's going to take us partnering with with him. So I asked this question because in verse eight through nine, it says, then Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your mat and walk. At once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. So the man had to do something. He, it wasn't just, you know, okay, I'm healed, but you just staying there. No, you had to, he had to believe that Jesus could do it. And when he believed, then he was able to stand pick up what he had that he was laying on and walk away. So know this, healing doesn't just come. Healing doesn't come because we want it or we ask for it. You have to believe it is possible. And the only way to show God you believe it is possible is through your faith. And the only way to show your faith is by your action. In James, I think it's chapter two, you hear the infamous scripture that faith without works is dead. Well, this is what he's talking about. If you believe that God is able to heal you, then you have to put some action behind what you believe. So that's what we're going to talk about on today. Hey, sis, can I have a moment of your time? I remember what it's like to be a single woman dealing with heartbreak from numerous failed relationships. I thought the best way to get over a man was to get a new one. So I went from man to man trying to find someone who would take away the pain I felt. Then I thought I found him. But after a couple of years of dating, That relationship ended too. That broke me. I cried all the time and I felt so lost and alone. At that point, I gave up. I didn't even have the strength to get out there and try to find another man. 
The pain in my heart was so great that I knew no man would be able to heal it. I knew I had to do something different this time. Then one day, I decided to give it all to God. I surrendered my broken heart and that breakup to God, and it made such a huge difference in my life. In fact, that was the turning point for me. Within one year after surrendering everything to God, I found myself having peace and joy again, being content as a single woman, becoming confident in who God created me to be, and even engaged and shortly afterwards married. Talk about a year. Sis, are you ready to move on after this breakup? I would love to help you move forward into what's next for you. Join me for a heartbreak coaching session where we will create a 90-day heart healing plan. I will show you how to partner with God to release negative emotions and find peace in the midst of your heartbreak while also empowering yourself as a single woman. You will be able to carry out the simple steps to make real progress on your healing journey with a customized plan of how to move forward. Plus, you'll receive two weeks of accountability from me. If you're struggling to find healing on your own, I invite you to sit with me to tell your story and begin creating a new and better one. Spots are limited, so go now to CandiceABaddies.com forward slash services to book your 60-minute heartbreak coaching session. If you think this is the end, remember 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. It says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love Him. Let's do this, sis. Now back to today's episode. So let's start with this process. First, step one, acknowledge the pain. So we have to know that the pain is there. We know it's there, but sometimes we've been in something for a long time, like this man at the pool of Bethesda. He sat there for 38 years. We've been dealing with things for so long sometimes that we just want to ignore it at some point because it's almost like it ain't going nowhere. There's nothing I can do about it. So I just rather ignore it and forget about it. But think about think about the fact if you cut your finger and it's a deep wound, right? It's a deep cut. If you choose to ignore that cut, if you choose to ignore that pain, you can go about your day for a little while. But every time you come into contact with something, like if a little dirt gets in there, you're going to say, ouch, because it's going to hurt. If you don't run the water and clean the wound and treat it, it's going to hurt every time it comes into contact with something. And the same thing is true for emotional pain. Every time you come into contact with something that bumps up against you, like triggers you, you're going to say, ouch, because you didn't deal with the wound. You didn't deal with the pain. So first of all, acknowledge that it is there. Don't ignore it. Then invite God into your pain. So this is a true surrendering to God of what you are going through, your situation, your hurt, your pain, your life. God, you know, the truth is, as Christian women, we sometimes we, we say, you know, God, come into my life, have your way, throw your weight around, do anything you want in my life. But then we have this one thing on the side. Like for me, it was my heartbreak and wanting to find a mate and do all of that. I was like, you know, God, you could do anything you want, but I got this over here. Like, don't worry about that. I, that's me right there. But we have to be willing to invite God even into the hard place even into the place that we're trying to control, we have to surrender that peace to him. So invite God into that pain and say, God, I'm I'm tired of trying to do it by myself. I want you to come in and show me what it is that you want me to do. And that is what he is waiting on. When he asked that man, do you want to be healed? He wanted the man to invite him into his pain. So invite him in. And when you do that, 
then you can move to step three, which is work through the pain. So again, we said your faith is going to take some work. So you have to actually work through the issues that you may be dealing with. I work with women with healing from heartbreak, from failed relationships, and you know they have work to do, but you could be dealing with pain from childhood trauma, relationships with parents from the past, rejection. You could be dealing with hurt from uh, losing your job or not just being where you wanna be in life. Whatever it is that you're dealing with, work through that. And so when you partner with God and you like, and he said, you know, we have some work to do that work. Let me tell you, it may not feel good at first. He's going to tell you to put something down or pick something up. It's going to be uncomfortable. Like for me, he told me <laughs> to walk away from a relationship. And I was like, whoa, whoa, God, hold up. This mom, this my man, this the man you part, this the promise. And he's like, give it to me. And I'm like, no, it was a little back and forth <laughs> with me and God on that. But that was the work. He's like, until you surrender this thing to me and you do what I'm asking you to do, then you cannot move forward in anything. So to actually heal and deal with your pain, you have to do work. God may tell you to put something down, pick something up, go to therapy, talk to someone, apologize, forgive someone, whatever it is, it may not feel comfortable, but you need to do the work. So that is step three. Once you start working and dealing with it, getting your feelings out, getting those emotions out, forgiving, actually doing the things that God's telling you to do, then step four is that you're going to grow through the pain. This is a natural evolution of the process because when you do the work, then things start to happen. You begin to flourish. You no longer are weighty. You become light and you grow. You grow. It's just a, like things that are living just grow whenever they are treated, whenever they're nourished, they, they flourish. So the same thing's going to happen to you as you do the work and do the things that God's telling you to do. So if you go into to therapy to deal with your issues or to deal with that pain and you begin to get that stuff out of you, then you're going to be like, okay, and then you're getting tools to deal with everything and to walk through this thing. You're going to grow. You're going to see growth. And as you see the growth, you're going to elevate and you're going to see things differently. And then you're going to wake up one day and say, oh my gosh, like, where am I? You're going to come into this new place and it's going to look like something that you've never seen before. And you're like, what is happening here? And when you get to that place that's brand new to you and you're like, where am I? Then step five becomes the next part of the process. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm up here. I was down here and now I'm up here. I have been elevated into a new place with a new vision, with a new perspective. And since you've grown so much, the pain is now at your feet. It's around your ankle somewhere. It's down there. It's still there, but it's down there. And then you have to make a choice of to leave the pain behind, to step outside of it. Because again, you could pick it up and decide to nurse it and stay with it, but you don't want to do that. You want to be able to leave that pain behind. So walk out of it. But when you do so, be sure that you do not leave the lessons and the wisdom from that situation behind. You want to pick up the lessons that you've learned because you're going to need that in step six. When 
you walk into your purpose. That is the last part. So if you really are wanting to walk into your purpose, but you know that you have some things that you have to deal with, you need to go through these steps in order to get to this place. So when you leave that pain behind, be sure to pick up your lessons, your wisdom and everything, because that's what's going to propel you into your purpose. So I really like, you know, your experiences, I want you to know is that it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. Okay. These things are happening for you. And so I want to leave you with this scripture from Romans 8, 28. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. This has become a life scripture for me, because I know whenever I'm walking through a dark season, whenever I'm going through something that doesn't feel good, I know that it's going to work out for my good because I know I'm called and I know I love him. And so I know that it doesn't feel good. I'd rather not be going through it, but it's for my good. So know that whatever you're walking through is not happening to you. It is happening for you. And when you can get that perspective, then you are well on your way. So this is just the recap of the process. Acknowledge the pain, invite God into your pain, work through the pain, grow through the pain, leave the pain behind, and then walk into your purpose. So if you want to learn more about how to do this, if you want to connect with me in any way, I have a podcast. You can come listen, learn more. And also when you come to the podcast, you will learn where you can find me on socials or email me and things like that. I've enjoyed this. I hope this was like helpful to you guys. And um, yeah, if you have any questions, come find me and connect with me. Sis, I hope you enjoyed this episode. So this is something I really did want to share with you. Like I really thought it was important. And I want you to really go back through this, listen to it as many times as you need and identify where you are in its process so you can go from there. Don't leave this season of your life empty handed. I know it's easy just to give up to say, you know what, I'm going to try some worldly way of healing and getting past this breakup. But I'm telling you, sis, if you stick with God and really go through the process, your pain really can be purposeful for you. Make your pain work for you, not the other way around. So I hope you found this helpful. Come over to the Facebook group and let us know where you are in this process. Know that I love you, sis, and I'm rooting for your success on your healing journey, okay? I'll talk to you again real soon. Bye, sis. Hey, sis, listen, if you've been blessed, changed, or inspired by this podcast in any way, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way that you can thank me and show support for the show. Also, if this podcast blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Do a quick share and bless someone else. Please know I am so grateful for each and every one of you, and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me and other like-minded individuals in my Facebook group called Christian Women Overcoming Heartbreak and Finding Purpose. I can't wait to meet you back here really soon. Until then, remember to love the life you have while you're making it better. Love you, sis.